This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to Waterfan TV, the Joy and the Pain podcast too. Right then, today we are talking um, the match preview for Warsaw at home to Forest Green. And um, talking Forest Green, Evan Smith is our man to talk to. Where is he? Hiya. Hiya, Evan. Hello. Hello, Simon. Good to see you. Good to have you with us, mate. Good to have you with us. Um, Forest Green, um, we did play you in the EFL trophy. Um, but um, aside from that, I want to think about what the world is like for Forest Green at the moment. Obviously, the promotion to League One was fantastic. How do you find League One? I think League One was a very tough year after uh, Rob going, Simon. I think after Rob went, I think the mentality shifted and it's never really come back. I don't think the players can believe that they can actually play at the level. I think that's the problem. It was quite a disturbance, wasn't it, Rob Edwards sort of moving on? Um, everything's all in place, and then all your play your players start pulling apart, and that sort of thing. Sort of, uh, you want continuity when you get promoted, don't you? Absolutely, I think yeah. But I think it was just a shame the way it was handled. I fully respect Rob. I think he's gone on and been a marvelous coach at Luton. It was just the way it was handled with the um, Watford owners, and they are known in the football world for being. Uh, well, unprofessional maybe is the right word to be <laughs> slightly PC about it. Yeah. The um, Kane Wilson, he moved on, didn't he? That He's been quite a loss, hasn't he? Oh, massively. Kane Wilson was a fabulous player. The second year, certainly. First year, less so under Cooper. Cooper didn't really play him. But then the second season, he was fantastic. But he's not really got to the heights I thought he would have done back in League One with Derby. So, yeah. So he's uh, he's he's had his uh, he's had his best season, I think, because he was setting up a treat for Jamil Matt, wasn't he? Oh, absolutely. They were um, a marriage made in heaven. We talked we talked about him as the Matt attack, but um, when they played at Warsaw, um, Matty Stevens was just coming off his ACL injury, so he wasn't really fit. And Jamil Matt didn't look very fit either. What happened with Jamil Matt at Forest Green? So I, I found it hard to understand why, one, they weren't playing him, and two, how they let him go. I think in League Two, League Two is a lot more 
target man style football, as you'll agree with um, Warsaw. But with yeah. um, League One, it's a lot more pass, 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 isn't it? When you were at League One, yeah. you found that you need somebody who can put it in. And I think almost Jamil Matt lost out because of being in League One. Yeah. Mm. So he's, he's like a League Two striker, that's what you're saying, rather than a League One striker. Yeah, I think so. I think the style is different as you go up the pyramid. Yeah. We've been really disappointed with Jamil Matt. Um, I, it's hard to say this because it's so terrible. But um, he's become what the boo boy sort of target. Um, like so much so, and it's embarrassing to say this. Um, people boo him when he comes on the pitch as sub, which is ridiculous. Yeah, terrible. But I think Jamil Matt's influence off the pitch is greater than it on it, maybe sometimes. I think yeah. what he offers around the club and how he influences the fans is important. And I think if he's not done that at Warsaw, he will receive sick. I know he's a Warsaw-born player, isn't he? But yeah, so, that's right, yeah. But obviously, something's gone wrong somewhere. But I think he's 34, 35 now. But no excuse, really. I don't get that at all. I think he's, he's been quite unlucky. Um, when he came in last season... He had a couple of chances and was very unlucky not to score. And um, he's not really got himself going. Um, I think he's only got the one goal. Um, and he's just not getting into it, really. When he's come on, when he comes on the pitch, he doesn't look quick enough, doesn't look lively enough. And uh, with his age, obviously, you've got to be careful how you play him. You want the ball to get floated into the box to him to sort of use his height and uh, use his aerial ability. Maybe we're just not using him properly. Well, possibly, but I think with Jamil Matt, he was more a player who held the player up, almost like we used to have with John Parkin. He was a big, big yeah. feast forward. I think Jamil Matt is somebody who holds the play up very well and gets others into space yeah. uh, rather than necessarily that number nine. Yeah. Well, we, we have seen that when he's come on. He has held the ball up quite well. So that's what we should be looking for from him, really. Definitely. But I hear he's had a bit of a bust-up with Matt Sadler, hasn't he? That makes it even I, harder for him. I, um, I, I, where did you hear that from? One of um, the videos I watched pre um, one of the games. I can't remember exactly where I found it now. But there was yeah. a bit of an issue, wasn't there, with him and um, Matt Sadler. Yeah, I don't know if there's any truth in that. I don't know. Um, I've not heard anything. The uh, the details I get are the everything's sweet there, but you never know. It could be uh, it could be that something's gone on. Jamil Matt won't be a happy bunny because no. he's not playing. He's not been playing. Similarly with Danny Johnson. Mm. There's issues he's there as well. Isn't Pardon. There's issues there as well, isn't there? Yeah, well, he's not been getting regular game time. I can imagine he'll be very frustrated. Um, if I was Danny Johnson with my ability and goal-scoring record, maybe <laughs> it's unfair to expect this, but I would think that they'd be setting up the team to make the best use of me, being the, <laughs> uh, the highest wage earner. 
and the most productive goal scorer, you think they'd be setting up the team for me to make the yeah. best use of them, rather than asking me to run round um, like headless chicken, effectively chasing round in a solo striker role. Mm. Danny Johnson, last season, though, I saw a couple of your games at the best spot, uh, the Stevenage and the Rochdale game I came up for, and I thought he looked yeah. very good in those games. Yeah. So I j But Danny Johnson has had a proven record of one season being fantastic and the next season being non-existent. Well, I think talking with the Mansfield fans, they said he, he's great for the first half of the season, then he sort of goes off. And of course, last season we had him till January and he was fantastic. And then uh, he went back to Mansfield. And now this season, he started off well in pre-season and uh, played the first couple of games and then he sort of drifted out of the team. And um, Walsall, <laughs> I suppose, we, need the, we want the goals, but the way we're playing, we need somebody who's got lots of energy up front as well. And perhaps he's not that player, so he's, uh, he's the wrong player for us. One player that's been doing very well for us is Freddie Draper, um, a youngster on loan from Lincoln. But he's just been overused for such a young player. And um, he's got injury now, so he's back at Lincoln. So mm. hes I don't believe he's back yet. And um, given the way he's been sort of exhausted to such a point at Warsaw, I wouldn't be surprised if Lincoln don't send him back sort of hold on to him because of what's happened um so that's uh that's trouble um we both had a lot of injuries haven't we i see on uh on the bbc site they're talking about uh, conducting uh conducting an investigation into the number of injuries on an ongoing basis yeah i think we get that with uh with league two level you are buying players perhaps that are more likely to have an injury history um, but you're, you're struggling, aren't you? Oh, definitely. Um, but a lot of the injuries we've got are recurring injuries, like Matty Stevens has had to go for um, a what is it, a year and a half kind of check on, but yeah. um, and a lot of them like that. And people like Ryan Innes were paying, playing through the pain for three or four weeks, and even yeah. the back end of last season before they really realized what the problem is. And players, professional footballers, don't like to complain unless they're on the pitch on falling over on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> they all say, yeah, I'm fit enough to play regardless of uh, what's gone on. I think with Matty Stevens coming off a, an ACL injury, it's not untypical that he would have a, a follow-up injury. Um, that's quite often the case. Um, Walsall had a player, Harry Williams, who uh, went over on his ankle in training. Um but he still played him, still started him on the Saturday, and he lasted 20 minutes. That's <clears throat> uh, like, why would you play him when he's that's it needs needs recovery time? That's, Absolutely. Uh, that's uncomfortable. Um, Darnell Johnson, I think he's uh, one that's got injured as well, hasn't he? He was on trial at Warsaw. How's he done for you so far? So we haven't seen a loss of Darnell Johnson. Um... I personally think he's a decent player when we've seen glimpses of him, but it's only been glimpses. The Warsaw game in the uh, Bristol Street Motors Trophy, I thought he was excellent in. Yeah, he did the time... game, yeah. Mm. But that's the only time we've really seen him significantly. Ah, OK. OK. Um, Troy Deeney, now he's a player that we know very well. 
the I'm not sure I'm not sure whether you know the history on that. Warsaw sold him to Watford and uh, we've got a sell on clause. And it was something mm. like a 20 percent sell on clause or something. And then so there's all these deals coming in, 20 million and that sort of stuff for Arsenal. And um of course Watford didn't want to give 20% away. <laughs> so he ended up staying at Watford. Um, and um, speaking uh, or listening to Troy Deeney more recently, um, they spoke to Warsaw and um, said, we've got an offer here of 20 million. There's no way we're giving you sort of getting on for like 5 million sort of thing for a 25% sell-on. And um, they wanted to negotiate um a reduction in the sell-on fee but uh warsaw warsaw declined that offer um and ultimately got nothing because uh it didn't happen and <laughs> <laughs> uh how's he doing for you i think Troydini is an excellent acquisition for the club but i don't think necessarily he's um again a bit like jamil matt as we said a little earlier i think he's more a hold-up player target man tactician now Against Scarborough in the replay, he was absolutely fantastic. He held the ball up really well, got others into space, won the penalty. And I think that's more Troy Deeney now than necessarily lashing in 20, 25 goals a season. Yeah, I think uh, his pace is uh, sort of slowed up, obviously. Put a few pounds on as well, looking at the the video for against Scarborough. (laughs) But yeah, it's, if you're helping link up play and that sort of stuff, keeping possession upfield, then uh, that's a good bonus, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. I think he's somebody who I could see being a forestry manager in the next five years. If um, yeah. if he stays, if everything goes as it is at the moment and we don't drop out the Football League, I think he would yeah. be somebody to be the manager in the next five years. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Maybe it's a, a smart move by him to go there in a coaching, player coaching role. Is uh, smart thinking. Um, I think he was talked about Warsaw and even perhaps for the Warsaw job at one point. But uh, obviously that didn't happen. And it would have been strange him coming back to Warsaw. Former players coming back is always a, a funny one, isn't it? Sometimes it works, sometimes uh, not so much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a few years ago, we played Swindon in a lunchtime kickoff, and Lewis Ward came back and absolutely had a blinder, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can go either way. And I think Saturday will be interesting if Troy actually plays. Yeah, I think coming back to Warsaw, he'll want to play. I would think. I would. Be I would have thought so. And then um, I think we we said just before we came on air, um, Carl McAllister. He's got mm. four goals, three assists, but. He went off on Saturday, so it's uh, not sure whether he's going to be fit to play. No, it'd be touch and go whether he's fit. But in, mm. but it's interesting, he still did a post-match interview after the two goals. So I don't know very much about that. I wasn't there on Saturday, so I can't really mm. comment too much. And the highlights I've seen don't really suggest what happened. So it's hard uh, to say. OK. Uh, Jacob Maddox, he's another player that was at Warsaw last season. Um. A lot of Warsaw fans were disappointed that he was released. Um, he definitely got some quality, um, but just whether he gives enough. What's your opinion of him? Again, a player we've not seen a lot of, to be honest, um, Simon. 
No, um, he's he played on Saturday, um, but again, other than that, he's been intermittent. He's played little bits and pieces. Um, mm. He's looked very creative when he's come on, and when I saw him at Warsaw last season, I thought he was very good. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those. He's, he's definitely got some ability. Um, I think maybe it's an effort thing. Um, if he because he didn't play regularly for Warsaw, and if he's not playing regularly for you guys. Maybe he's not uh, impressing enough in training and putting enough effort in. Maybe that's what it is. It's possible, but as a Chelsea kid, um, you'd think he would have been instilled at a young age. <laughs> you would play. Yeah, so, and he played well for Cheltenham when he played for Cheltenham a few years ago. But I yeah. think, again, it's that ability, um, that attribute. Once an academy player, always an academy player. You almost feel you're too good for a League Two team sometimes, and that could be yeah. possible with Jacob Maddox. Yeah, yeah, I think there's probably a point there. I think sort of emotionally, when you think you're a Premier player, and then you've gone down the levels, you sort of you're not going to graft the same as perhaps a Troy Deeney would, who's sort of a guy who's come off the building site to play football. Absolutely, but you've also got. To- Jacob Maddox, he went to Portugal for a time. He was at Victor Gimarais, yeah, or however you say it. But um, <laughs> oh, no, had, no, but he's had to work himself back into English football, hasn't he? Yeah, I think if he's going to make it, um, he, he's going to be consistent and uh, show that quality consistency. We've both seen that he has got quality. It's just whether he's how, how well he applies himself. Absolutely. Um, um, thinking about the game on Saturday, um, form-wise, you're actually in better form than we are. You've got uh, seven points in the last five games. We've only got five. <clears throat> um, in those five games, the uh, the glory of beating Gillingham 4-1 was, uh, is quite nice, but the, the memory of losing 4-0 away to Sutton, it smarts a little bit. And uh, last time out in the league, um, Harrogate, we absolutely dominated Harrogate and uh, lost 1-0. That was so, so hard to take. Um, for yourselves, Grimsby on Saturday, you were 2-0 up at half-time. Um, I think Dom, was it Dom that got, got, Dom got sent off? That was uh, in the Tranmere game. That was the game before. Oh, that Tranmere game, that's it. Um I know against Grimsby, wasn't it? Against Grimsby. Um, he got a yellow card in the sixth minute again. Yeah, he got a second early. yellow and went off, didn't he? Not on Saturday. That was the previous game. How was it? I'm getting mixed up then. No, I no. am. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, old, don't mind. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, sort of tuning up to, uh, I only get a point out that was disappointing. Oh, definitely. I Again, I saw the get uh, saw the back end of it and when I picked it up, it was too... They'd literally just scored Grimsby. But watching the highlights, to be 2-0 up at half-time and being absolutely flying to take a point was sickening in a sense, but almost at least it wasn't another loss. I think at least yeah. we held on. It's uh, keep adding those points to the table, isn't it? I yeah. think Grimsby are definitely a team that do that, aren't they? They've got a very positive mindset and mm. uh, they keep going, don't they? Since they've had Ben Davis and Sean Pearson go in there, yes, absolutely. Um, with the Morton game, they were 2-0 down at half-time and inside a minute of the second half, it was 2 all. So we had to be wary of that. Yeah. Um, and I think Grimsby over the years have proven themselves to be a never-take-die attitude team with Paul Hurst. I know he's yeah. not there now, but even so, I think that's something in the Lincolnshire air. <laughs> I think it's, um, I say, coming up from non-league and that sort of stuff, that, that winning mentality is still in there. And I think that's that's part of the problem with Warsaw, I think. Since coming down from League One, we, we're not used to winning games. And um, the biggest concern at the moment for Warsaw is that we don't look capable of going on a winning run. And that is absolutely what we need if we're going to get back into the top half of the table. So that's um, that's tough. That's tough at the moment. I think when your players are coming back, you should be uh, getting yourself to safety quite nicely, I would hope. Hopefully. But David Horseman's been saying this all season. When players come back, we'll fly at the league and it'll be all rosy and sunny. Well, I, I'm not sure. Do we actually see the points on the board? I wouldn't like to make a comment on that necessarily. I think two points come then we can say whether he's right or wrong for saying that. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Horseman as a manager? I personally think um, when he came in, he looked okay, he looked quite good, but I'm starting to go off him quite quickly. I think the problem is he keeps saying the same things over and over again in pre- and yeah. post-match interviews. He keeps saying, once the player's about, we'll fly up the league. And yeah, yeah. That you can't keep hanging your hat on that, can you? No. Absolutely not. And the problem but is... I think we, we, we spoke very briefly um, before going on air about Duncan Ferguson. So he came in as manager and then just didn't get on with Dale Vince, did he? And, uh... No, no. No, there was something there. I think when he tried to bring his assistant in from Forfer, he tried to do it underhand from some of the things I've read. It was all very underhand, and it was almost like Rob Edwards um, being snatched away from us to Watford. It was all yeah. very uh, snake-like, and I think Dale, after having that with Watford, was going to clamp that out immediately if a manager of his tried to do something like that, and that's how it appeared. So I wonder if something like that was ruining away in the background. It might be. I can't imagine many people sort of having a go at Duncan Ferguson. He's quite an imposing uh, figure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley, would you? You wouldn't want to. Up, I wouldn't want to upset him anyway. I wouldn't no. want to upset him. Yeah, coming no. on to Saturday, um, um, my regular haunt before the game on Saturday 
before home games is uh, Smash Burgers, and uh, they've gone off a fifty percent off with Uber Eats, which is uh, ends on Thursday. Last day's Thursday, but uh, I'll be in there before the game, so I'll be then in there from one o'clock. And um, we've got the uh, Christmas toy appeal. That's not yet. That's sixteenth uh, of December for the uh, Tranmere game at home. So that's one that's uh, coming up. As far as team news um, for Forest Green, um, are you going to be able to patch a team together? I think we'll be able to patch something together, Simon. Whether it'll be a fully strength side, I don't know. But the uh, suggestions are people like Ryan Innes and John Garrett may be available for some of it for the first time in a few weeks. Um, And... The suggestion might be Luke Daniels may be available. So if what David Horseman's been saying is true, that they should be available for Saturday, well, then we might have a few more than we might have done mm-hmm. against Grimsby. But we'll have to wait and see if that comes to fruition or not. Yeah. Who who was the keeper that played against us in the uh, EFL trophy? He did quite well, didn't he? Um, Jamie Searle at Swansea and Barnsley. Well, he's a fantastic goalkeeper. I don't know why we haven't seen more of him. Um, he's been fantastic in the trophy games and then hasn't had a sniff in the league. Huh. 21, isn't he? 21. Mm. Um, uh, our, keeper, our keeper, Owen Evans, is getting uh, quite a lot of criticism. Um, the goal he conceded against Harrogate was um, very poor, really. Um and the goal he can the first goal he conceded against Mansfield at Mansfield again there was a lot of criticism of the whole of the defence for that. But he did sort of like pat a cake at the ball away a couple of times and instead of just grabbing hold of it. So um I think statistically I don't like saying this. Statistically I think he's the worst keeper in League Two. Possibly. I think Owen Evans is if it's the same one I'm thinking of, he was ex Cheltenham and he was um relatively good but I think again he's somebody who's struggled to really hit the heights he once was again yeah well he won the league with Cheltenham didn't he oh absolutely and seeing highlights of him for performances of yourselves this season he has really struggled to match the standards of last season even he was better last season wasn't he yeah he did well last season I think in fairness to him there's been quite a lot of disruption ahead of him Mm. So I think if you've got a solid back three or a solid back four in front of you, that you've got a much better chance of getting clean sheets and less shots are going to be coming in. Um, yeah. So maybe his success at Cheltenham, maybe he was protected quite well. He just come out with some very good saves. Mm. Uh, it's um, it's still a struggle. I think at the back for Warsaw, we did we started the season with three at the back. But we're likely to continue with four at the back. Donovan Daniels will be back from uh, his international duty. He scored on international duty, which is quite nice. Um, alongside him, that could be one of two players. We've got Dave Akagbu, who's uh, on loan from Stoke. Very inexperienced young player, but been doing okay. And then in contrast, Rolin or Rollin Mayonnaise. Um, he's coming back from injury. Um, it could be that he gets a start. That would be a much better experienced backline if he's in there. Um, at right back, Joe Riley, 
he's been struggling with an injury. So I think Joe Folks, um, the young player, had two years on loan at Kidderminster. He's looking for more game time and uh, looked quite impressive when he's come on recently in the EFL. And uh, Gordon, he's off on international duty as well on the left side. He's one of the unsung heroes of the season, really. He's he's doing well. Uh, Ryan Sturk and uh, Oshin McKenty are likely to be in the middle. And then probably um, an attacking three with Tom Knowles, the Hutch, and then maybe, just maybe, Ronan Mayer, the uh, the youngster, is going to get a start. Um, partly due to injuries and um, not having many people to play up front. Um, but uh, Ronan Mayer, Ram, they call him, um, it could be that he gets his first start for a considerable time. He did start against... Uh, Shrewsbury in the AFL Trophy, but as far as starts in the league, that I think that would be his first start if that happens. Up front, DJ on his own um, is a concern. In some ways, I'd like us to go 4-4-2 and go Jamil Matt and Danny Johnson. But Matt Sadler, the Warsaw manager, is really doesn't seem to want to play Matt or DJ. And uh, it's only because Freddie Draper has got a major injury that um, DJ has got back in the team. The first game, he put Douglas James Taylor in instead of DJ, which was, that was against Harrogate. And we dominated the game. Um, Douglas James Taylor had 70 minutes on the pitch and um, didn't get a shot away, even though we dominated the game. But saying that, Danny Johnson had 20 odd, 25 minutes and he didn't either. <laughs> so, but uh, we had lots of shots from midfield that were wayward, really. I think 26 shots, only three on target. So, Warsaw, in a bit of a mess at the minute, really. And um, with the FA Cup game coming up as well, um, Warsaw are away to Alfreton. It's another TV game and should be a game if we can avoid bananas. Um, we should get through to the third round. It's a bit tougher for you guys, I think. You've got uh, Blackpool away, haven't you? Yeah, that will be a tough game, but I don't see any reason why we can't go up there and have a good go. It's FA Cup. The magic of the cup is still very much alive, I think. Yeah. And I think, why can't we go and test ourselves against a decent, well, I would say championship team on paper. Big ground, <laughs> big opportunity. They yeah. say um, it, they think you can ignore the league and just uh, go and have fun, can't you? And the pressures be, being sort of down near the bottom, the uh, the pressures are on every week. So a cup game is a chance to just uh, let it go free a bit, really. Yeah, absolutely. We've done that in the Bristol Street Motors Trophy and we've got free as a result of that. So yeah. I think we've almost um, had that relaxed mentality in that competition and I think if we can go to Blackpool and give a good account of ourselves, hopefully we'll start to show people that we're not just the bottom end League Two side. That's it, I think, as well. It's much needed um, longer as well, isn't it? If, uh, if you get into the third round and sort of a big tie in the third round, could be a real big money spinner for, uh, for either club or for both of us. Mm, absolutely. I think money at this level is 
so important. We've almost lost split lead this year in League Two. You've got your sides like your Salfords, your Knox County, your Wrexham's, your Mansfield, who have got money. And people class yeah. Forest Green as part of that kind of big four, big five, but we're actually not. We've got a big name owner in Dale Vince, but don't think the money's there as much as people would think no, it no. is. No. And um, the, the the final thing I want to mention before we get a prediction out of you, mm. um, managers, they're all dropping out all over the place. We see uh, Adams has uh, moved on from Morecambe now. That's the latest. Mm. So, Absolutely. Some crazy madness. I think that there's a few questioning Matt Sadler um, being sort of uh, a homegrown appointment, as it were, former player and uh, a coach for the last couple of years. Mm. It's one of those that it seems like a good appointment, but the pressure soon comes if uh, things aren't going too well. And at the moment, Warsaw are needing a bit of inspiration and... Uh, a couple of wins. So is that going to come on Saturday against Forest Green? We're helping, so what do you think? I think he'll be... We usually play quite well up at uh, the best spot. Um, it's been a happy hunting ground in the last two games, but before that we struggled. I think we got one point from three or four visits. I think Saturday will be a tough game, but I think it might just be... an deal and grab for either side so I know one yeah. nil one nil either way yeah yeah I think you're not probably not far off there I think um it'd be nice for Warsaw to uh get a win going into the uh Alfreton game try and uh get that magical run of wins it'd be nice yeah. um it's it's tough it's tough at the mm. moment I think uh last five years being a Warsaw fan is uh Testing the uh, the faith. <laughs> yeah, more pain than probably joy, as your motto suggests. Yeah. Oh, the um, I, I was I was talking to somebody about um, the importance of joy in your life, and uh, the when a goal scored, mm. your team to score a goal, that joy. There's just no parallel for that. That's just pure elation. Is um, we just want a bit more of it, really. And particularly after you've endured so much pain, <laughs> um, the elation of a goal is uh, is that true joy, to experience that live. Mm. Uh, there's not many things that sort of top that. No, I think you're right. But it's only 10 years ago. I remember watching highlights of Warsaw when you were top in League One, and it's just so hard to see sides like yourselves who were so formidable at one time struggling in a sense yeah. i know you're higher up the league than us but um not much <laughs> no but to see you in league two is such a shame because you should have been in the championship 10 years ago yeah well that's it in uh, 2003 um there we were first match of the season we won 4-1 against the albion and we were top of the league and mm. uh, how quickly that all fell apart and uh but even as recent as 2014, I was thinking with Dean Smith when you were flying. Well, that's it. We should have won the league. We were up there in promotion slots and um, Brentford pulled him away. And uh, mm. Sean O'Driscoll was the, the guy everybody wanted to replace him. He came in and um, 
for the first few games, everything went okay. But then when things started to go south, he, he just he didn't want to change anything. And it was and it fell apart. And uh, mm. we handed it to Burton. And uh, that was a disappointing one. Mm. Yeah, heartbreaking. I think that's what's killed you almost, Simon, that uh, season. And I don't, and it kills sides to lose things in that way. And I think a lot yeah. of sides look at the sides who have come out the Premier League who have never gone back. Yeah. Well, if I think we can, there's no guarantees, but I mean, if, War, if Dean Smith had stayed at Warsaw that season, we would have got promoted and we would have been in the Championship. Oh, absolutely. And I think the ground's absolutely purpose for that. I think it could yeah. be extended. I've always thought whether you'd do double tier all the way round, but you certainly yeah. could have looked at something to really sustain yourself as a good championship team. Yeah. The thing is, you've got to get in the championship and then stay there, haven't you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they can extend the... You've got the double tier in the home end and the, mm. the facility to double tier in the away end. So uh, when you've got a big level of support, a double tier there, it obviously sort of helped to swell the attendance. Mm. Uh, good. Well, Evan, that's been great getting you on. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season, but uh, not so much for the... No, um, not for Saturday, no. But, no. but um, we'll see, we'll see. I think my prediction, I think, is probably similar to yours. I think probably a narrow victory. If Warsaw could get a clean sheet, that would be a miracle. So I think probably 2-1 Warsaw is my... Uh, we go 2-1. Yeah. There we go. And uh, more joy and less pain. Yeah. You're helping, yeah. so. Right then, champion. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.